Hi, welcome to the That Trip Didn't Suck podcast. This is season one, episode two, and I'm Amy. And I'm Christy. And today we are finishing our Alaska trip, and we've entitled this one Top of the World. So we were literally not on top of the world, but definitely the top of the United States. And our trip begins with a us leaving Fairbanks and heading up to Barrow, Alaska. We boarded a puddle jumper airplane pretty early in the morning from Fairbanks, landed in Barrow. We were on a tour, and our tour guide was named Bon. James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> no. I don't know. It was Bond, but I don't know how you spell that. And um, the first thing I really noticed is how cold it was. It was middle of July, but the temperatures were not any higher than mid-40s. We were in coats and hats and gloves. The, the scenery was is very different. There are no trees, not very much color, um, lots of tundra. Our tour guide took us to see things like um, mounds that people were buried in. We saw snowy owls. We saw the Arctic Ocean. And then because there are no trees, somebody created a fake forest made um, like metal palm trees. It was kind of cool. It was a jokester. You want to talk about where we ate lunch? Yeah. One of the things, I mean, if you're thinking about visiting Alaska, I mean, we really do recommend that you take this little trip up to Barrow. It's a couple hundred dollars. Um, it takes it's probably more than that now. It's probably not that, that was ten <laughs> years ago. It's probably like twenty grand. No, it's probably <laughs> not that much. But it's it's just a an unique experience that you can have in Alaska. Um, something different that you can't really see much of anywhere else in in the United States. Um, and you help their their local tourism really really helps with the industry um, of that. What? So we went to Pepe's for lunch. <laughs> Yes, it was good. So Pepe's, they take, I, I don't think Pepe's exists anymore. I think it burned down, but it's really good Mexican food on the top of the United States. And they give you these really dorky, I think some dorky little it's souvenirs, like a, a calendar. calendar or something. I still have mine. And But it was just weird of all things to eat Mexican yeah. food is what they served us. So the, the tour that we took takes us around town, kind of showed us the houses. They talked about the climate um, just what people do there is pretty neat. Um, we, we got to, you know, do things like, you know, get out and take pictures, uh, near whale bones. Um, they, the tour guide talked about polar bears and, um, Oh yeah. They have polar bear warnings up there mm -hmm. when there's a sighting, you have to get into your house quickly. Yeah. Cause like we would have like tornado warnings around here. Yeah. It'd be fun if you had a polar bear and a tornado. No, you would just go inside for both. <laughs> there would be no different. I'm just kidding. Um, but we, so the, one of the big highlights of the trip, though, is um, the Heritage Center. And the Heritage Center was really neat because we got to play games, like native games, um, see native dances, um, see kids dressed up in the cutest little Eskimo clothing. And I got picked to do something. I think it was do some native dance. I don't know, but you were definitely picked for something. Yeah. I remember that much. And if it was dancing, I feel sorry for anybody who had to watch that. But I've probably blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, obviously. But and then the other highlight of the trip is obviously jumping in the Arctic Ocean, if you want to call it jumping. We actually walked and ran. But so that's called the Polar Bear Club, mm -hmm. and your whole body has to go underwater at the same time. 
Before we did that, we asked our guide um, if he had any suggestions, and he said we needed to wear socks, which neither of us had. So then he directed us to this little local shore, uh, store where we paid $9 for a pair of socks. They're like dad white tube socks. And that we definitely threw away when we were done. But we bought them anyway. So when it came time to get in, um, we were the only ones from our tour group that did mm-hmm. it. We had taken our swimsuits and were, I was wearing shorts and t-shirt. And to show you the difference in our personalities, Amy, tell them what you did to go in. Oh, I ran in screaming. Um, like way out in the ocean. Yeah, and I, instead of plopping down like a normal person, I decided to jump face first. And that was a really bad idea because I had my mouth open. And I also forgot that it was the ocean. So I was suffering from salt water. And then I, being different than Amy, walked slowly up to the water, walked in a couple feet, plopped on my rear end, laid down, and got back up and came back out. So the video uh, that our friend took was hilarious because it showed um, the definite differences in our personalities. Yeah, and it was fun. We we had the cool thing about traveling is also you get to meet a lot of people. Like we told you in our first episode, we met Dick and Gloria. On this trip, we met Mary, who's from Ireland. We actually still have her email. She was a teacher like us. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So she took the video. So that's why we we have the video because she was there that day and did it for us. After we jumped in the Arctic Ocean, we left Barrow, crossed back over the Arctic Circle, and um, camped in Fairbanks one last night. We got up the next morning, um, headed toward Denali, and we had a very interesting place that we stopped. What was the name of that place, Amy? Skinny Dicks Halfway In. That's N-I-N-N. Wait a minute. You spelled that wrong. (laughs) I-N-N. The word is N. I-N-N. I don't think you could stay there, though. I think people just drink beer and hung up dollar bills. Yeah, I think it's a place where people drink and they buy souvenirs that are highly inappropriate. Pretty much. The teacher and me can't really tell you much more about what we saw there, but it is a stop along the way that's probably worth 30 minutes of your time. Yes. Would you agree? Completely. Interesting souvenirs. Always. So then we continued on. (laughs) And we stopped in a little, kind of a village or a town called Nanana, we think. Nanana. Nanana, Nanana, Nanana. It's a Gwen Stefani song. Um, it's there on a river, and we were trying to find some really well-known golden spike in the railroad system. And somebody finally told us, oh, yeah, well, the way you find that is got to walk out on the railroad bridge, but just watch where you're going, because if a train comes, you have to lay down inside the tracks. And I remember looking at you and saying, uh-uh, this is not happening. <laughs> I feel like we should go back and... No. No. na 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 So then we stayed... The Grizzly Bear Resort in a tent cabin. and Right on the river. We, we again, Alaska's light 20 hours out of the day, but we lit a fire. Mm-hmm. The campfire, like you... I don't even know why we had a fire. I remember I was sitting out by that river at like midnight writing these notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there. Because you could still see. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. But before we went to bed, we went out to dinner at a restaurant there. And Amy. I flirted with the waiter and I have no idea why I was doing that. 
to get some free seafood chowder. I don't even think I was like knew I was flirting. I think it was one of those things you're like, you just flirted with that guy and he gave us free soup. Well, but it was really good. It had like five kinds of seafood in it. And we also tried reindeer, reindeer pizza. Oh, so good. Which obviously is just caribou. Yeah. So for all you vegans out there, vegetarians, sorry, but reindeer's amazing. So, I mean, it was, the day was kind of a travel day. I do have written down that we saw multiple moose and babies. Remember, mm -hmm. we would just pull over and take really cool yeah, pictures of them. there's just wildlife everywhere in Alaska. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Uh, the next day, we decided to go to, obviously, Denali. And kind of in hindsight, I think if I did it again, I think you'd probably say this too. There's a, a bus tour that you can take, mm -hmm. and there's different links of it. And I think the longest one is actually a 12-hour tour on this <laughs> bus that looks like it's out of End of the Wild. I really wish we would have done that. Though. I do too. We just didn't have time built into our schedule. No, we didn't plan that out very well but um so i chose to we decided to split up that day so i chose to hike um the healy overlook trail i just wanted to hike in alaska and i wanted to be able to see mount mckinley as best i could which i kind of been which you really should have done i really should have done yeah i, I, I decided think... <laughs> last minute that i wanted to do a um an airplane tour over mckinley it was a glacier tour, wasn't so, it? Well, they call it McKinley and they call it Denali. It depends on who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. But so I called just wanting to do the airplane tour and scheduled it because it was a lot cheaper than a glacier. And then they called back and they said, well, nobody scheduled in your tour. So if you'll go at a different time, you, we'll give you a free T-shirt. I remember this. <laughs> and you get to land on the glacier, too. For like, They didn't charge me any extra money. You still have that T-shirt? I do. Okay. So I actually got to go with a group in a tiny airplane, and we really saw McKinley. I mean, we flew all around it. It was it was one of the most amazing things I've ever. But your done. pictures were kind of out of this world. Yeah, and we they weren't sure we were going to get to land on the glacier because there was a big storm coming in, which just looked to me like fog. Didn't a lady throw a rock and break something? No, that was my parents' trip. Oh, that was that was not my trip. Okay, but so they said, well, we're going to try to land. But if we say you got to get back in the plane, you got to like run to the plane because if this storm comes and we're stuck out here, we could be stuck out here for days, <laughs> which is not my idea of fun. There were people camping out there, but no. and we it didn't was, have provisions. And it was kind of crazy because this is 2007 where we have Nokia cell phones, which right. barely have any type but of service. I don't know if you knew this. I had to give them an emergency number to call if that happened. Was so I had given number? them your number. Yeah. So you would have just gotten this call that said, uh, your friend's stuck on the glacier for three days. And I would have been like, cool, I'll go hiking more. <laughs> yeah. But we ended up, we got out. I was able to get some really cool pictures. And then they said, hurry up, get in. We have to go now. So we all piled back in. But that was a really cool thing. Um, when I got back, we met back, you and I met back up. And then we drove all the way to, back to Anchorage that yeah. night where we stayed in an actual hotel. Oh, it was heavenly. <laughs> Because Amy, thrifty Amy, yeah. had a free hotel room stay, and it was Clarion. It was like a $200 hotel, and we had separate rooms. It was beautiful. And with separate black, beds. With blackout shades. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was, re it was really nice, like kind of in the middle of our trip. I was tired just of sleeping on the ground. One night of really good sleep. And like the bathroom's right there. You don't have to worry about grizzly bears. It was nice. Um, it was wonderful. So if you ever do go to Alaska, um, a couple things with Denali do the bus tour. We didn't do it. Yeah, I agree totally. Do the glacier tour and do yes. a hike. So just put it on your list. You're going to do three days in Denali and do those three things. Pick your own hike. Um, the other thing that Denali doesn't 
necessarily do that a lot of a lot of the national parks don't do and i'll just kind of put a pl- put a plug in for them and they're not paying me to say this but um denali doesn't have a gate where you pay at the gate you kind of go in and pay so uh if you go up there you know drop a 10 or a 20 because um i mean the park is just out of this world it's beautiful Okay, so we get done. <laughs> Chrissy, you just growled. Um, we got, we just had a little fight. Um, so we left Denali and we head down to Anchorage. We spent the night in Anchorage. She's horrible at this right now. <laughs> but I need to tell you along the way, what you don't realize in Alaska is when you're driving, everything looks small on a map. But it takes, takes forever in a car. But the great part is there are mountains everywhere and there's wildlife everywhere. So on the way, we saw doll sheep on a mountain. Um, and from Anchorage down to Seward, which is our, our stop, one of the most beautiful drives. Mm-hmm. And we're on the Kenai Fjords. And uh, we get to this campsite. I think we had actually not planned it was city camping. Yeah. It was owned by the city. And we paid $6 to camp on the ocean. It was amazing. And you could see the ocean. And then on the other side of the ocean, you could see a glacier. Like you could yeah. see all of it right there together. And Seward, if you if you go to Alaska, I mean, Seward is a must. It's just gorgeous. The water mm-hmm. is crystal blue. It looks like it looks like you're in the Caribbean blue. Right, totally. And um, so we, we set up our campsite. We had an, a sea otter that was playing with us, kind of waving and swimming around. Um, we set up a camp site, and Christy actually soaked the some wood so that we could cook on the wood, and we made campfire fudge. I took big, huge sticks down to the ocean and soaked yeah. them, and then brought them back and put them on top of the fire mm-hmm. so we could put our pots and pans. Yeah, we... We used aluminum foil to make boats, remember? Mm-hmm. And then you had bought fudge. We made fudge over the fire. Campfire fudge, yeah. And dipped strawberries in it. And and so, like, this is, again, still my first camping trip. But I, I really fell in love with camp cooking. I love cooking. Even now. I mean, if we go on a camping trip, That's I'm like, your thing. It's my thing. I want to cook. <laughs> so then in Seward, we went on a... Kenai Fjord uh, boat tour, saw all kinds of animals, killer whales, humpback whales, porpoises, puffins. We saw one black bear. Mm-hmm. But the really cool thing is we got to see a glacier calving, mm-hmm. which means that big pieces of it are falling off, huge pieces. Yes. And it made this really, remember it was like a gunshot sound yeah. almost. And that I remember us making the, the comment that the pieces that were falling off were the size of your car, which mm-hmm. was a bug a vw bug at the time and we were we were hundreds of feet away and you could hear them i mean i would say yes. more of a cannon sound than a yeah shot. it was a pretty neat thing and then it was about i think it was a six hour boat ride total mm-hmm. and do you of- remember there were people throwing yes, up everywhere it, it really wasn't that rough a seas no, but people wasn't. just hadn't been prepared and it was a dinner tour <laughs> so they're serving us salmon and they're that wow. part was not phenomenal no. there were people throwing up um, off the side, but definitely a must see if you go to the Kenai Fjords. You can that see was so, worth our money. It yeah. was kind of pricey, but the things that we got to see were amazing. Yeah, very very cool. Um, so we decided to stay in Seward for a, for a day or so, and so the first full day that we had there, um, Seward is actually known for this crazy race up Mount Marathon, and it's around July fourth every year. You can kind of look it up, but what these people do is they basically run up this mountain. And back down. It's it's I think it's a like 
it's mountain. Yeah, it's like not just a trail. Up. It's it's a this tr- gravelly mountain, and they basically slide down. And it's it's kind of like the world's craziest five k. I'm not sure it's even a five k, but so I, being the crazy person that I am, I wanted to go up this trail. And, and I, being the smart person that I am, said <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. So I start hiking the trail in the morning, and usually a lot of our again. Our hikes and adventures usually start with, okay, hey, if I'm not back by this time, call the police. Um, so I get on this trail. Which we did for that, and you took a bear bell. I did. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And I just knew that if you weren't back in so many hours, I was supposed to find the local police. Yeah. And so the good thing was, is within the first 30 minutes, so I met this lady on the trail, and I just, I don't, I kind of don't have any stranger danger. And I just said, Hey, you know, struck up a conversation and long story short, I found out this woman's a teacher in Seward. And I just said, Hey, where are you going? And she set up the mountain and I said, can I do you care if we hike together? And she said, sure. And it was awesome because here was this local taking me up to the very top of the mountain, but we did the side way. We went the four hour tour instead of the straight up kill yourself, um, stair stepper tour. And it was just great. She pointed out, you know, things along the way. She talked about what it was like to hike in Alaska. Um, she, she's a PE teacher. And the thing that I remember the most was the fact that she brought her classes up on this hike. So she would take her classes Which up. Which we would never even attempt no, in the United no. States. No way. Um, it would be a liability. Well, that is United States. Well, but not in the lower 48. Yeah, let's you clarify. Well, or in Missouri where there's no mountains. Yes. But the other thing is... Um, Christy and I were kind of into geocaching at the time. Christy taught me how to geocache. And so there was a cache on the mountain and I actually had my GPS with me. And I, I said, Hey, you know, I told her about geocaching and I took her to it and we found the geocache. It was really cool because she was going to, as a PE teacher, she goes, Oh my gosh, I'm going to put this in my curriculum next year. So maybe she still talks about you. She probably does. So then that evening, we were really excited. There was supposed to be a, they call it sunset, even though the sun doesn't go down, Mm. kayak tour. Mm. And we were going to go in these two people kayaks. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be this just amazing thing. You see the coastline. You see all this, all the wildlife. What might have been. Yeah. So we get to the kayak place and he, this guy puts us in all of our gear like puts us I feel like a dog tick at this point because I'm wearing I was like that fat guy in a little coat. I'm wearing a giant life jacket. Plus if you've ever kayaked there's these weird skirt things that they yeah. put on you so that when you sit down, I don't know how to explain it, but you attach the skirt to your seat. Yeah. And it was it was you look I like was a complete just idiot. like a dog tick with little arms and legs at that and, point and trying a, to crawl into a kayak and a skirt. Yeah, but he puts us in the kayak, and then he's like, "Hey, why don't you see if you how, how your teamwork is?" And, I'm and this like, is ocean. This is not lake. No, it's not. And again, Christy and I aren't really friends, and at this point, I think we're starting. It's safe to say we're starting to get irritated with each other a little bit. I think if it was now, there would have been much more yelling than there was then. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> don't you agree? Oh, completely, hundred percent. But we get in there and we start going, and it's we're not going anywhere. We're literally paddling. It's way too rough. The yeah. waves are way too rough to be out in. And he, he did mention that there were 14 knots. Yeah, 15 and, knot winds. And uh, the next thing we know, this guy, I don't even know how he was paddling, but he paddles out to us and says, oh, we got to come in. We can't do this tour, which is totally fine because we're paddling and not going anywhere I mean, at all. And I was panicking. And the people, the other people in our tour, they tipped twice mm-hmm. trying to get out to where we were. 
So actually, Amy and I held our own because we ended up not tipping, but we, we were so over. disappointed. Do you remember we were like, can we please just take pictures with your kayak <laughs> yes. still? Like, take this horrible gear off of me and let's take some really good looking pictures. We did take Facebook, pictures. Because Facebook had like just started yes. then. It was a new thing. But that was a real uh, buzz because that was a rough ending to that night. It was. The next morning we got up and packed up camp and headed to Homer, Alaska, and we stopped, and I can't really even attempt the name of the church. Remember, it was an old Russian so church. Like, it was Nilichik N- or Nilichik. something, but the yeah. Russian crosses were very different, and it was this overlook. You could see volcanoes in the distance. Mm-hmm. Do you remember way out? Mm-hmm. Now, that was just a stop along the way. We get to Homer, and you need to look up pictures of it because I it's hard to explain. You you camp out on this spit. They call it a spit. Just this little piece of land that goes out into the ocean. And um, you camp right on that. And so you have this 360 degrees just, it looks fake. The scenery is amazing. But unfortunately, the weather was not our friend there. Uh, the wind was like Missouri wind. It was incredible wind. It was so windy that I actually have written in my journal that we had to use Amy's genius idea of putting rocks on the inside of the tent in order just to set it up. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. You like climbed in and and spread out your arms and legs (laughs) to hold the tent down. And then they weren't little rocks. They were were big rocks that I passed into her that she put around the perimeter. I don't even know why we slept in the tent that night. That was... Stupid. Because it was so pretty, and no, we were no. in the Alaska zone. We were in our 20s and stupid. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, we camped there. We had a really good meal in the really crazy wind. I don't know how I cooked that. There were bald eagles everywhere. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Big bald eagles, which is what they're known for there. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little fisherman's town, but the nature is phenomenal. Yeah. The next day, it was raining. I mean, I would love to go back to Homer when it wasn't. We had real bad weather. Yeah, we did. Truly. It was horrible. But the next day it was raining. We took the tent down in a gale. <laughs> Amy wanted to try to duct tape the tent to the top of the car to move it. I don't even know why I wanted to do that. I That's a Pat Samson thing. Yeah. That's that's my, Amy's dad. My dad's obsessed with duct tape. We can but, duct tape it. It'll fix it. <laughs> somehow we had to move to a different site. We thought it'd be better because of the wind. Maybe. It wasn't any better. And we had to set it up the same way. But that day we went halibut fishing, too. Yeah. Want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. Did we kind of do that on a whim? Uh-huh. And I think it was kind of like the weather's bad. What's something we can go do? And we're like, hey, let's go fishing. Mm-hmm. So um, halibut fishing is actually really easy if you've never fished before, which I had not. It is fishing for dummies, and I did not enjoy it. Yeah. And I did. I'm not a dummy. I just, it was easy. So what you do when you halibut fish is you literally stand there. And you wait for the fish to bite. That's how easy it is. And you don't set the hook for anybody who's ever fished. Yeah. So I kept missing all the bites <laughs> and all these other tourists around me who have never fished in their life are hooking them because you don't set the hook. It hey, the I, fish does it itself. I hooked the first fish on the boat, actually. Amy hooked the first fish. And honestly, I thought Amy was going over. Well, what you don't realize about halibut fishing, but they do warn you. It's like pulling up a car. They and there's these short little fishing poles. Like it's weird gear. But the fish, most halibut when, that you catch weigh between twenty and twenty five pounds. But they fight. That's what they told us. They fight. We did not catch fish that big. Yeah, we did. Mine. They thought mine was about twenty two. 
I just need to look at the picture. Anyway, so you fight this fish forever, and you, like, the next day we had bruises on mm-hmm. our arms and stomach, mm-hmm. and um, anyway, you pulled them up. We have some really cool pictures with them, and the, the neat thing about halibut, how it's actually, like, a really very um, tasteless fish, I guess. It's a, it's a white fish, and uh, we actually flew back halibut. We shipped some home. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it stayed in my freezer, think, I think, for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Before. We ended up, I had it written in my journal, we ended up catching nine so it was a really long boat ride out and back, but it was kind of a fun thing for us to do because the weather uh, was such a bust. And then we also went, what was the name of the saloon? Do you remember we went? Salty Dog. Salty Dog Saloon. It's and I on think the same level as Skinny Dicks halfway in. Didn't it have like women's undergarments <laughs> yes. in it on the wall? Yes. I believe. There were bras and $1 bills everywhere. Yeah. Which is so way better than phallus. It was very, very classy. Everywhere. But that's actually kind of how we ended our trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, the weather wasn't excellent, mm-hmm. so we went to bed pretty early. We drove to Anchorage the next day. We flew out. We had some pizza in Anchorage. Oh, you locked me out of the car. So by then, Amy had had <laughs> enough of Christy. Oh, by far. Because Christy's pretty mouthy all the time, and if you're not used to that, that can be difficult. So And I wasn't used to Amy it. Amy was angry, and I don't remember why, but as we were going out to the car, I got in and <laughs> locked it and told her that she had to say 10 nice things about me before I would let her in the car. And me being the idiot who didn't know Christy and her sarcasm at this point, I listed off 10 things. But I wouldn't recommend doing that to somebody. It, it didn't really make for a pleasant rest of, like, airplane trip I did trip it, though. Home. <laughs> I did it, and you let me in. I know. I would love to hear what those 10 things were now, though. I think I was making up crap at that point. So what lesson did we learn from our travels in Alaska? Uh, I don't know. Is there a lesson? We had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. So, And if you haven't been to Alaska, you should really go. I guess that's a pretty good lesson. I definitely recommend it. And if you can camp, if you can handle camping, it's the way to do it. Yeah, it's, that's what my mom and dad want to go on a cruise, and I keep telling them no camp, but my parents are like, eh, I want to sleep on a real bed. So um, kind of also one of the things that we'll just kind of close with is when I when I got back and Christy got back, we did realize like, hey, we made it 12 days, and we, you know, barely knew each other. And um, we realized, I think at that point, though, if there was any lesson, like we'd kind of found a true friend in each other, which is kind of cool, like somebody to travel with. And we really didn't fight that much on that trip. No, just at the very end. And that's normal. No. And so to close, um, I'm going to leave you with a song I actually wrote when I got back. You wrote it on the plane on the way. I did. I did. And um, it just, it's a song about friendship. It's a song about lakes. It's a song about It's a direct quote. It is. From me. Because I said that I was a sucker for a lake and a love song. Yeah. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening to episode two. And we are going to close up our Alaska trip. And what was our next trip together? Do you remember? Whatever the next summer was. I don't remember either. But the rest is kind of history. It kind of started with Alaska. Oh, it was our East Coast trip. Mm -hmm. 23 states in a month. Three and a half weeks. So that's starting in episode three. We'll see you next time on That Trip Didn't Suck. Bye, guys. Till four in the morning.
Wait.